he's so like, official. Like, like he's, he's like a city like worker showing up. That's exactly what I was just gonna say. Like he's from like the fucking city or something, showing Executive up in his like order. Hard hat. Executive <laughs> order A forty. This is an illegal construction of a tower and must be demolished. <laughs> he should have just popped up and been like, "Surprise, Maximals!" and shot a missile. Too much energy. What is up, listeners? You are listening to Too Much Energon, the podcast where we talk about the TV show Beast Wars in production order from beginning to end. This week, we are going over episode 10 in production order, The Probe. I'm one of your hosts, Neo Cal. I'm your other host, Christopher Siege. And together, we are Too Much Energon. <laughs> Christopher, the probe. Yes, the probe. You like uh, this one. I do like this one. Uh, this, is, as you mentioned, this is the 10th episode in production order. It is the 11th episode in U.S. broadcast order. It originally aired on October 15th, 1996. So almost 24 years ago now, exactly to the day, as we are recording this on October 1st. Oh, man, I'm... Wait a second. Let me count on my fingers. Wow, I'm that old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am 35 and three quarters. Oh, God, don't start adding fractions. <laughs> uh, I, so we're, we're what, in the 10th month? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I would be like 35 and three quarters, I think. You think? It seems like the, uh, the animators are flexing. They're, or they got a bigger production budget or you, you think there's a noticeable difference in this one huh well diving right into the episode uh we open on cybertron this is the first time we have seen cybertron so far it's i was stoked Wars. uh it is a very like cyberpunk looking planet night skies bright lights i love it of, Lots of dinginess and decay. The The planet itself uh, has straight up just chunks missing out of it. Like, it's clearly a planet that has been just technological planet that has been completely torn apart by war. Centuries of war. So, hmm. Do you think the whole thing is like a giant metallic robot-made planet? Or is it just... The whole thing is covered in one big city, robot city. No, I think it's a it. I, I do believe Cybertron is a completely technological planet. Although, are we considering Beast Machine spoilers? Beast Machine uh, being the follow up series to this. I don't know. <laughs> um, what what do you what do you what do you think for just from looking at it? I, I think uh, the whole thing is like a giant space station that got out of hand and turned into a planet. <laughs> well, this is something that Beast Machines actually uh, tackles, but I'll avoid going into any kind of detail on that just in case, you know, we decide to actually talk about Beast Machines in the future. That's a good point. <laughs> um, 
Because I mean, really, Beast Machines, you or Beast Machines, you could consider just seasons four and five of Beast Wars. I've never seen any Beast Machines. Uh, I watched it a little bit when it originally aired. Uh, I did not like it. Um, and then does it I, look different? It looks different. Uh, one thing they did when uh, completely replaced the writing staff. And the the new writers that came in uh, obviously did not know, like they they obviously didn't know much about Beast Wars because a lot of the characterizations were completely different. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, so that that was kind of frustrating. For we me we can spoil we can we can spoil that because I don't know if I'd want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that 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 was frustrating back in the day. Um, I did watch through. <laughs> I, I did do a full series watch through back in 2008 when i me and a longtime friend of mine were roommates uh we went through it and we ended up actually liking it um, okay kind of kind of as its own thing like that show actually that show actually has some good good qualities and it has a pretty sophisticated storyline if you can kind of unshackle it from beast wars a little bit Mm. like uh, kind of unshackle it from your own personal reverence to this show which was i think kind of my problem okay so it is fine on its own it is yeah okay that's good uh yeah so we're on cybertron uh we hear a maximal voice narrating basically saying that optimus primal and his crew uh have not been seen uh or heard from in some time they feel that must have gone missing while they were in pursuit of Megatron and his group of Predacon criminals after they stole the golden disc. They believe that the uh, Maximals and Predacons may have been taken through some kind of temporal rift. So they are Maximal Command at Cyber, presumably Maximal Command at Cybertron is sending out a bunch of temporal probes to travel through time and look for the energy signature of the Axelon to try and track them down. And they say, if Optimus and his crew are anywhere out there, we will find them and bring them home. Yep. And they send and out a lot of probes. Like they at, shoot out a boatload of probes. And I mean, really, like they would have to be sending out a f- metric fuck ton of them if you think about it, because it's like they're they they even themselves they're acknowledging like okay, Optimus and the the Predacons could be literally anywhere in time right now. Christopher, <laughs> fuck tons only come in imperial units of measurement. <laughs> oh shit. Oh oh, or Optimus Primal said uh, clicks. A click is a kilometer. That's true. So I guess it's a metric fucked on. There's a lot of probes. Yes, there are a lot and, of probes. And they go out. And it shows uh, one of them. Do, do they kind of like go through little warps? Or they like do, portals? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's uh, transwarp bubbles. In my mind, when I'm watching it, I'm like, wait a second. They'd have to check, like, they have to check certain times, too. You'd have to send out technically an infinite <laughs> number of probes. No, well, that's kind of what I was getting at. <laughs> yeah, but fifteen will do. <laughs> Why not? Um, presuming they knew they knew the last trajectory of the ships. Yeah, maybe that helps. I I don't know. Helps me. I don't know the resources now. of. Yeah, I don't know the resources that Cybertron has at their disposal. Do they cannibalize whole planets to make these probes? Nobody knows. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say maybe. 
then I'm gonna, <laughs> then I'm gonna say beast mode because there's a lot of that going on this episode, whether I'm, they like it or not. I'm gonna say suspenseful music playing. So we're on the <laughs> so we're on the planet now, and we pan past the uh, the Axelon, and we see four of the Maximals walking in beast form. Cheetor and Rattrap are walking side by side, and behind them, Optimus Primal and Dinobot are walking side by side. Uh, Cheetor is Cheetor is like out of nowhere is like last one back to the base is Predacon Chow, <laughs> and Rattrap's just like hey no way furball i ain't staring at no cat butt so he charges off uh yeah at first Cheetor. i thought that meant he's just not going to play with his game but no that that means that he's he's going to race him that means he is going to play the game yeah <laughs> <laughs> which okay did you think it was a little bit weird that rat trap was keeping pace with cheetor i sure did i was not okay with that <laughs> <laughs> that does not seem realistic if you even if you took a rat and made it that big, because he's not the size of a normal rat, he's about two thirds the size of Cheetor, maybe. Yeah. I, I mean, like cheetahs are the fastest land animal alive. Like yeah. a, a giant rat <laughs> isn't isn't going to keep pace with them. In my head, canon because I, I like to make up things in my head that make inconsistencies more bearable in my head i'm like oh cheetor is probably moving at like 50 percent you know he's like messing with with rat trap yeah he's he's letting him think that he stands a chance before he makes him eat dust maybe yeah sure i'm gonna go with that yeah he's fucking with him oh speaking of fucking with them optimus fucks with them way more yeah optimus uh Optimus and Dinobot, after uh, Cheetor and Rattrap take off on their little race, Optimus and Dinobot both look at each other and shake their heads at one another. <laughs> and Optimus transforms and blasts off into the sky. And Rattrap and Cheetor are running along as dramatic rock music plays. <laughs> <laughs> Optimus flies over them and then lands right in front of them, or right in front of Cheetor specifically as uh cheetor is looking back still tr continuing to charge forward he's looking back just taunting rat trap yeah he's like looking back talking shit to rat trap as he takes the lead yeah and uh because he's not paying attention he just crashes right into optimus primal who has now landed on the ground and, and apparently goes... optimus is like three times the as heavy as cheetor because cheetor just like bounces off of him Yes, not only is he uh, three times as heavy, he is apparently also bouncy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because Cheetor just like bounces off and goes like flailing back. And Rattrap stands up and is all like, don't cats ever get tired of being stupid? There's <laughs> a line that made me laugh earlier. And um, instead <laughs> of Optimus being like, ha it looks like I won. He like, like, um actually gives them a fatherly message cheetor says he was like oh that was mega low optimus i was only <laughs> racing rat trap oh <laughs> i wasn't racing you that doesn't count yeah uh um, and then and, optimus is like with his hands on his hips he's like now now son yeah basically he's like i could have been uh a predacon scout you should be paying more attention and then dinobot is all like comes yeah along dumbass and, 
Yeah, basically, he's all like, you think Megatron and his cronies are busy playing games? Fool. <laughs> While you're playing games, the Predacons are training. <laughs> <laughs> training hard, saying their prayers, eating their vitamins. Uh, so they all Wishing they were in charge. <laughs> <laughs> or at least second in command. Spying on Black Arachnia. I mean, Scorponok seems to be happy just being second in command. Oh, Scorponok, Scorponok is the happiest one on the show. <laughs> <laughs> eh, maybe Cheetor. Uh, so they all transform. Optimus is like, Sentinel, stand down. They. Oh, uh, yeah, that's interesting. And there's like an energy shield that like ripples. Yeah, and so we cut to inside the bridge of the Axelon, and have we ever seen this before? But no, we see thank two you. We see two elevators come up. There's t- there's two fucking elevators, and they both come up in them. And I turned to my partner. I was like, "Hold up, <laughs> Fu- no, <laughs> we what? This has is this always problem. been a thing? <laughs> I don't. No, it definitely has not. And actually, I'm looking at a still image of it right now. It looks like they just mirrored the room. Oh, actually, yeah, like actually. Like even like there there is a hallway directly beside both elevators and for a both different of them, hallway. It, no, it just looks like a mirror image of the same hallway. Oh, but there are two hallways in this shot. Yeah, there should isn't there only one off the bridge? Hmm. Hmm. I'm a little suspicious. Yeah. Thank you maybe for there is, that. Maybe there is only one, but now that they've mirror imaged it, there are two. Sentinel. Did some weird shit to the ship. And now there's two. Now they have two ways of exiting and boarding the ship. From About the five bridge. meters apart from the bridge. <laughs> but, <laughs> but not the rest of the ship. You're, it, it's, so if anybody's lying in wait with a gun pointing at one, there's a 50-50 chance they'll, <laughs> they'll come down that elevator. Or the, the platform. Just a, Yeah, it's weird. I noticed that too. I was like, hey, hang on. The platform little elevator to the bridge is its own character at this point. How dare <laughs> you just make two? Uh, now he has a twin. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Uh, so Rhinox is all like, oh, I'm getting a signal, basically. And Optimus is like, oh, what do you mean? And Rhinox is just like, oh, it's a signal from space. And Dinobot just scowls and he's like, oh, it's probably a Predacon trick. <laughs> yeah. And Rhinox is like, oh, well, I it's hard to say. I can't break through the Energon interference. And he's right. like, rat, he's like, rat trap. Help me out with this, basically. Yeah, he he jumps on another air like little area on the bridge, little computer area on the bridge, and he starts like tapping buttons yeah yeah he starts... i don't know what he does but he ends up cheering does cheetor get on a computer at one point he does yeah uh rhinox is like cheetor i need more power and cheetor yeah is like, so I'm is he the it. scotty <laughs> cheetor maximize yeah and so he he jumps on and is he like the Scotty? Like, is he like redistributing the power of the ship or something? Because yeah. later it shows a shot of his, and it looks like there's like a radioactive symbol on his screen. So is he the I, Scotty? I'm glad you're bringing this up because, like, this actually <laughs> cut, like this kind of this is a Star Trek moment for this. Crew. Yeah, it, it is. I I like it. 
I, I like they're all too. doing different things on their own little like console areas and um he yells at cheetor to like redistribute the power or he just says we need more power and yeah. so arguably cheetor is doing something with the power he's the skitty the scotty role i said skitty <laughs> <laughs> he's the, he's the scotty role and he's like she cannot do it captain <laughs> <laughs> and Skinny McScotsman, yeah. Skinny McScotsman. <laughs> that was his accent before uh before they landed on this planet and he took a cheetah for <laughs> And isn't there and, at one and point he just became a dipshit nineties teenager? He's like, oh boy, I'm a well yeah. If they take the personality of the animal, they are. He dropped um being the the uh the Scottish engineer and became a <laughs> teenager in the nineties. I mean, I'm not complaining. Oh, there uh, you go. Is, for some reason, Rat Trap cheers as if like yeah. he's the one that that did it, even though it was a team thing. Uh, I think he was the the first person to actually see uh, the probe. So he's yeah. all like, "Strip my gears <laughs> and call me a floor lamp." Is that what I think it is? <laughs> does he say and call me a floor lamp? He does, yeah. Wow. Okay, and, okay, okay, moving on. <laughs> and, and Rhinox is like, yep, it's a temporal probe. Cybertron's found us. And then they're all like, oh, what? We're going home? Yeah, they jump the gun on that. And they're like, yeah, we're going home. Cheetor like spins in his chair. And uh, Optimus is like, or uh, Rhinox is like, uh, yeah, if I can uh, break through the interference. And Optimus is like, can you do it? And Rhinox is like, I'm going to give it a maximal try. <laughs> a maximal try. I'm going to give it the old college try. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought of when I watched this episode. It's, it's Yeah, it's what my partner said. They were like, oh, going to give it the old college try, huh? <laughs> uh, so it doesn't work. No. Oh, yeah. Rhinox like beats himself up over it. Yeah, and I'm and like, oh, all... Rhinox. Yeah, and Optimus is like, you did your best. No one could have asked for any better. And Rhinox is just like, no, I'm a failure. I blew it. I might as well kill myself. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, no, no, Rhinox, you're being way too hard on yourself. You're the one that found that. If you hadn't been sitting on the computer at that exact moment, you would have never have known. Yeah, uh, but he decides to postpone eating a pie filled <laughs> with cyanide for a moment and is like, wait, we might still have a chance. And Optimus is like, oh, what do you mean? And Rhinox is like, you know how probes work. They <laughs> they home in on the transwarp signature of the missing ship. Uh, well, that answers and, our freaking question from earlier. And uh, Rattrap is like, but our transwarp drive has been out since the crash. And Rhinox is like, oh, we just have to duplicate it, basically, and build a signal array to shoot at the probe for when it makes its second pass around the planet. Okay. That's what he meant by you know how probes work. See, what I remember was, you know how probes work when it makes its second pass around the planet. And I'm like, do, uh, is that how probes work? Do they make a second pass around the planet? Do they like orbit every planet in a system like one full time and then move on? 
but it's the um they look for the transwarp signature that's what he means by that yeah and they can duplicate it so go right it's, uh, it's a standard uh cybertronian probe protocol to spend two days at every planet <laughs> <laughs> well thank god because it means they can build this tower yeah uh basically you know it's just because the the plot calls for it you know yeah <laughs> it's, a, it's a good idea uh, so everyone's all excited on the Maximal ship. They're all like, yeah, woohoo, we're going home. Yeah, yeah. And Dinobot's like, yeah, ah. yeah, we zoom in on Dinobot's <laughs> face and he does not look thrilled. Yeah, I remember um, saying out loud at this moment, I was like, well, he doesn't want that. And my partner was like, well, yeah, because he's a he's a Predacon. And I'm like, no, because then it means he can't die an honorable death in combat. It's like asking a Viking to retire. But yeah. it, it turns out, yeah, he's 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 got some angst about it. Yeah, he so doesn't address it now. But soon. Uh so they're in apparently according to Dinobot, they are in deep deep in Predacon territory, uh, and they are building a giant satellite dish. Yeah, where are they? Are they on like kind of a mountain-ish, like a hill or a cliff? Yeah, they look like they're on a clearing on some kind of like uh cliffside or mountain. Yeah, presumably to um lots of rocks around. Get more altitude for the the beacon they're building. Yeah, totally. Dinobot is like, yeah, you do realize we're in Predacon territory. Megatron will surely seize an opportunity or something like that to to attack. And yeah. Optimus is like, well, it's our best chance at uh, contacting the probe, and Tigatron has our backs. Yay! Then, more Tigatron. More Tigatron. And then oh, the voice <laughs> actor for Optimus said Tigertron, and I was like, hey, you say his name right. He always says Tigertron. Oh, it always <laughs> bugged me. Does he? Does specifically Optimus? Yeah, just Optimus. <laughs> yeah, he always says Tigertron. And it always even bugged me when I was a kid because I had the Tigatron toy. So I saw on the card of the toy that it was Tigatron. You knew. I knew. Even at a So when you heard Tigertron, you were like, Optimus, please. <laughs> Come on, Gary, just, just stop it. <laughs> stop it, Gary. You're he didn't like me. the word Tiger. <laughs> So he always says Tigertron. Interesting. He does. He does, yeah. So we cut over to Tigertron. Who's just chilling out, and he's literally sniffing the air, and then says, hmm, the air is sweet today. (laughs) (laughs) Like, actually. Yeah, he's known for one thing. It's smelling things in the air. (laughs) <laughs> and he's like, I wonder if Cybertron can match such natural beauty. Oh, yeah, I really liked that line. But I also felt bad because I was like, oh, right. His memory was like shot. Yeah. And then I'm wondering, I'm like, wait a second. When they're like reformatted, are their memories gone if they are reformatted as a Predacon? Hmm. In my head canon, Perhaps. in my head canon, her and Cheetor were, had a thing going. And they oh, black, she, black arachnia. Yeah. yeah, sorry. <laughs> and uh, that's that. Yeah, that's my head cannon. Because they the, all all the protoforms are technically maximals and like they are. Yeah, cryo sleep. Right. 
Well, yeah, and like in uh, Double Jeopardy, when she like kicks Cheetor in the face and knocks him down, and it's all like another time, and then fucks off and steps like, on his face. <laughs> yeah, it seems like there was something there. Oh, it's unfortunately... not, yeah, it's not just me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no I, I, I've always like even when I was a kid, like I always thought that there was something there, and I thought that those two may have had some kind of history, but. Sadly, the show does not uh, does not explore that. But um, it does. And I feel like I feel like it was one of those things that the writers were probably like it was an idea they had that they just never ended up going with. Didn't have time or couldn't fit that into the plot and have it make sense. Or producers were like, uh, cut, "No, we're we're not going to do that." Right? Yeah. So, uh, but uh, it, it's interesting to think of because Tigertron has. Technically, he should, if his memory was restored, he should remember Cybertron, but he doesn't. Yeah. Just a little interesting thing I I thought of. I think he's going to be vastly disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he seems to really like, like, the wilderness and the jungle and, like, prowling and hunting and sniffing the air. All of those things would probably not be fun on Cybertron. Cybertron would have air. Oh, shit. He just blew my mind. <laughs> Probably not. I mean, it kind of just looks like a thrashed, mechanical, like, burned-out ball in space. And they don't technically need to breathe. At least so not I'll... in their robot forms, no. They're hmm. robots. So, yeah, it ain't gonna smell like much. Or fumes. Like, if you if you live deeper inside Cybertron, maybe it just smells like, like smoke and, and fumes. I don't know. How, how clean is the energy that Cybertronians use. Just smells the, like, just smells like propane. <laughs> smells like propane and propane accessories. <laughs> <laughs> um so all these questions and more won't be answered on too much energy. <laughs> <laughs> uh but tune in next week anyway, just cause. Yeah, we'll think of more questions that won't get answered. <laughs> um so the so, air is sweet. So the air is sweet. Uh Tigatron then while he is sniffing the sweet, sweet air, uh, sniffs Waspinator. Uh, and Meanwhile, transform. we can actually hear Waspinator. <laughs> so it's funny that he smells him first when the very... There's a there's a sound bite that they use for like the Waspinator. It's like this buzzing fly sound. And there's only one thing in the entire show that makes it. And that sound actually comes in like you're able to hear the sound before he actually says, smells like Waspinator. And I'm like, man, he's got really good. A, he's got a really good nose, and B, I, I mean, he has terrible can, hearing. Hear he's terrible hearing. <laughs> I don't know how his eyes are. That's <laughs> well, he presumably he has magno eyes too, though, because we I know cheetors. Well, we know oh, well, he's a cat, but. But yeah, he's also a cat, so presumably he also has magno eyes. Maybe he has magno nose. And you only get to choose one sense. <laughs> you only you only get one. Everybody gets one. Uh, Optimus chose like giant muscles, able to take on a T Rex, and Cheetor chose Magno eyes. It's like uh, it's like choosing like a, a character trait. Um, yeah, in uh, an RPG or something. Yeah, <laughs> you choose one at character creation, and then every other level you choose another one. Yeah. How many does flight take up? Sorry, like real quick. Uh, did I cut out there at all? Oh, no, I heard you. Okay, because my uh, 
uh, my Windows voice assistant for whatever reason, which has literally never I've never used before. <laughs> for some reason, just decided to start listening to me. Bitch, I've never even seen you before. What are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? What you, what talking, you talking about? about? What you talking about, Cortana? What you talking about, Waspinator? Speaking <laughs> of what you talking about, Waspinator, doesn't he just like just waste him? So Waspinator is flying around and is all like, Waspinator don't care what Megatron sell. Waspinator is tired of searching for Maximals. I'm cool. My mom says I'm coolest. And then uh, Tigatron is like, your search is over, Predacon. And then, yeah, he just one shots him. And Waspinator is all like, (laughs) (laughs) I love that. You can hear him like whine. Like, oh, <laughs> like as he falls and like hits the ground, and he's like, oh. So, uh, Tigatron always has to like drop a quip, even when he has the drop on someone. He never just silently shoots somebody from the shadows. Yeah, despite somewhat ironically, despite the fact that he's all like Tigatron's self mode all the time, he's not, he snuck up on like this is four Predacons now. No, if you include the other episode, um, when he was in the cave. He, he snuck up on them and hid from them successfully twice. But every single time, he has to have like an 80s action hero quip. Can't just like, like Metal Gear Solid, like snap a neck or two. <laughs> I mean, if he was just like Metal Gear Solid snapping a neck or two, even then, though, he immediately he would act like he would just kneel down and be all like, Colonel. <laughs> Optimus. <laughs> I need ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> Ketchup? <laughs> Rat trap. I was able to smuggle in some cigarettes in my stomach. Well, that's a really good Pliskin. Really? <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, What's his fake name in Metal Gear Solid 2? Something Pliskin? Iroquois Pliskin. Yeah. <laughs> the name is Iroquois. No, it's not. You're not fooling anyone. <laughs> he says in his Japanese accent. <laughs> Anyways, Tigatron shoots Waspinator, and he so uh, ti- so uh, out. Tiger Pliskin is all <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, he blows uh, Waspinator away, and then uh, Tarantula Man shows up out of nowhere <laughs> and was all like, he was bait. Oh yeah. And Tigatron. Yeah, man, what a creepy, scary. He's the only thing that's scary on this show. Agreed. This fucking guy. Yeah. This fucking guy. Tarantula man. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's that's just gonna be his name from now on. <laughs> that tarantula he's just tarantula man. man. <laughs> and uh, boy, what, oh boy, does what have you done? <laughs> what have uh, you unleashed upon us? Something terrible, eh? <laughs> exactly. He gets so, so much... So take off. <laughs> oh, well, Waspinator took off. Uh, who, you know who doesn't take off? Tarantula Man. And he's got a new toy. And it gets Which so he refers much mileage. To, he refers to as his new toy. And, <laughs> yeah. And he gets a lot of mileage out of this fucking thing. Yeah. Holy shit. Like, this is like the the uh the source of conflict in the show is this weird ass 
contraption that he made. Yeah, it's this like floating uh, orb. Yeah, it's like a floating orb with like uh, um, like jet metal thr- wings with like yeah, like kind of like jet thrusters. Yeah, for, for anyone listening that's not watching the show, it's essentially this little like energy contraption that hovers around and follows tra- a tarantula man. <laughs> and the uh, the uh, the glow are not glowing, but the reflective silver orb on the front of it uh, shoots out this beam uh, that uh, turns Tigatron back to beast form immediately. Painfully, it looks like. <laughs> yeah, by the looks of it. And so, the... oh, and tar- yeah, Tarantula Man is in his Tarantula form, and he's cackling. He's not even doing anything. He's just like watching. Yeah. So we're back at the uh, uh, the rest of the Maximals building the uh, the satellite dish, and or the array rather. Uh, they hear uh, the uh, the weapons fire from Tigatron. Tigatron, yeah, they hear Tigatron. it. Yeah, dealing with Waspinator and Tarantula Man. Uh, and Optimus is all like, what's that? It must be Tigatron. And Cheetor is like, I'll go and help him. And he transforms and runs away. And Dinobot's like, I'll go with him. And Optimus is like, basically like, no, you stay here. We need your help to finish the satellite dish. Right. And Just Dino- Cheetor goes. And Dinobot. It sarcastically is all like, oh, yes, we wouldn't want to miss our chance to go home. And <laughs> Rat Trap's all like, hey, what's biting your senses, dino boob? <laughs> <laughs> you act like you don't want to get off of this dirt ball. You miss your predhead friends. And Dinobot actually gives a really, really good speech here. Yeah, this speech is I really pretty liked. great. And he's all like, you're what I'm afraid of. You're all so eager to go home, but your home is not mine. I am a Predacon, despite our allegiance. And when your ship comes to rescue you, my fate will be the same as Megatron's, perhaps even worse. Hmm. Yeah, that's some shit. And despite thinking that the whole time, he is helping them build it. He is, yeah. And Optimus is like, we won't let that happen. You're a Maximal now, and we'll see that you're treated as one. And Dinobot is all like, and what makes you think I want to be? Which is interesting. Yeah, that's right. I was like, whoa, there's 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 something to unravel there. Yeah, this like we like we're 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 finally starting to see some like some moral complexity with the character of Dinobot at this point. It's almost like I keep going back to this and it's a little more deeper than my summary, but it almost is like, like he can't leave the battlefield. Like I joke and being like, Oh, Dinobot, if whether it's his or someone else's Dinobot loves death. Um, yeah, it seems like he has a problem with the idea of like not being at war. Like this yeah. weird kind of like, oh, what what else do I have? Kind of weird veteran, like mentality. Yeah, I was just about to make that uh, that comparison. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like 
all like all he knows is the is war and the battlefield and like that's base like that's that's basically all he's ever been and that's all he's been ever ever been good at so you take that away from him and he's just lost and he is good at that it's showed him kick multiple um the other Mega, character's asses megabuts. multiple times megabuts yeah he's killed <laughs> megabuts yeah multiple times so mm-hmm. yeah maybe he just feels like there is no place for him outside the battlefield. And it's interesting because it lets you think. He doesn't just tell you. Like he 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 after his line, what makes you think I I want to be uh a maximal? He just walks away. Yeah. Like he ends the conversation there. He's still helping them, but food for thought. Yeah, because I mean, they ultimately they are his allies, and so he like that's the mission they have. Like he's going to bitch about it and basically be like reluctant, but he's still going to help them because, like I said, they they are. He's his not allies. a slouch. Yeah, he ain't no slouch. Uh, you so know. we're back at uh, uh, Tigatron and Tarantulas. And uh, Tagatron is stuck in beast form now because of uh, Tarantula Man's new toy. New toy. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, he tra- tries to. He tries to. Ma- uh, yeah, he tries maximize. to trans. Yeah, he tries to transform and doesn't work. He uh, he is all like Tagatron maximize and like kind of shorts out a little bit. And then he keeps saying maximize, but he doesn't transform. Tarantulas man. cackles like a weird, creepy Spider-Man, Tarantula Man that he is. Yeah, like and rubs should... his mandibles together. Uh, and so Tarantula Man transforms into robot form and shoots this like blue, like energy web onto uh, Tigatron to pin him down. And then Cheetor shows up, uh, with gun in hand, and is all like, "Drop the weapon." And sometimes you just gotta shoot people. Maximal's right. Too nice. And he's like, don't make any moves. It has isn't this like the second time he's Yeah, he did this to um Scorponok. He like got the drop on Scorponok and he's like, uh 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 my uh trigger finger gets itchy when you make me nervous. Right, right, yeah. So Cheetor's good at sneaking up on people. And that resulted in him getting like pinned to a web and getting his life force drained out of him by fucking tarantulas. <laughs> like. Or did he get shot by Scorp? He got shot by Scorponok in that one. Yeah. R- regardless, he gets the drop on people. And I guess it's he's too compassionate. Like he's like, anyway, oh, I've got anyway, a captive. Yeah, him being all like, reach for the sky doesn't usually work out <laughs> for him. No. <laughs> Uh, what would be more surprising is if he just like cold blooded said nothing and just shot Tarantulas in the back. Yeah. I mean, I would have liked that, but. <laughs> uh, so uh, Tarantulas is all like, oh, as you wish. So he drops his gun and then he does this like oh kind of God. flamboyant pose. Like he's bowing out. out of the way. Yeah, and then he moves out of the way, and there's his uh, his new toy right behind him, and it shoots 
Cheetor and locks him into beast form as well. And Cheetor yep. tries to transform. Doesn't work. And Tarantulas repeats the line from Dinobot earlier. Or no, not Dinobot. Uh, Rat Trap. Don't cats ever get tired of being stupid? Oh, good catch. And then he laughs. Man. <laughs> and turns he says so- the same line, huh? He does, yeah. Uh, and he energy webs up Cheetor and then is all like, two down, four to go. And then man. laughs. Not a, not a good time. Both of the cats are caught. Yeah, they're like uh, cats in a cage? Rats in a cage? Yeah. I don't know. They're trapped yeah. like cats. They're trapped like cats in a cage? <laughs> oh, yeah, it actually, they actually are in a cage. Uh, so we're back at the Axelon. Rhinox is on the little uh, computer table, uh, middle of the bridge. Oh, that round console thing. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, oh, how long until the probe shows up? And the computer is like 1.4 megacycles, which what the f- like, what is that even? Thank you. So we, we've been trying to figure out like what cycles were for the past couple of weeks now. You so, know like... that, <laughs> you know, that meme with like, um, I can't remember what TV show it's from, but it has like all those like algorithms on a whiteboard and like little like pieces of thread connecting like things. And it's like the conspiracy theory, like meme. That's us trying oh, to figure out. Right. Oh, from uh, uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Th- thank you. Yeah. yeah. It's Always Sunny. And it shows like kind of like him like uh, pointing to his like conspiracy board. That's like yeah. us trying to like determine how long <laughs> a cycle and a megacycle is. Because uh, we're a megacycle is, uh, you know what? Like, okay. Cycles are what? Like seconds. And we thought a megacycle was. Like an hour? Yeah, I'm going with uh, an hour for a mega cycle. And I've, the computer says, how how long does it give them? One and a half? 1.4 mega cycles. 1.4 mega cycles. So that's longer than an hour. I'm going to say an hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> how about that? <laughs> no, that would be uh, an hour and... Uh, uh, Hmm. 18 minutes? Oh, see, see, that's what I mean by we're that, the the conspiracy game. <laughs> we're like trying to actually do math on something that nobody that's writing the show actually bothers to, <laughs> to think of. And only guy with script in hand is the only other person who is actually try, who has tried to math this out before. Little do right- we know... And right now he is just like losing his shit because I'm sure he is, he, he has already figured it out. I'm he sure figured he's it figured like, it out like 20 years ago. And he's posted about it on, on Reddit like twice now. He's, yeah. he's done the math. Yeah. There is a Beast Wars Reddit. There has to be. You, you know, it's funny, listeners. I've never even thought to check. I'm. <laughs> Now that you bring that up, I'm going to check now, and then I'm going to plug this show on there. You're goddamn right. <laughs> Watch, it'll be like, there'll be like five posts within the last two months, if it even exists. Probably, yeah. It'll be like, it'll be like 22 active members. And like yeah. one of them post. <laughs> the last post was a year ago. Yeah. 
The only well, posts are from script guy. Yeah, basically. Um, although Beast Wars has been getting a lot of traction lately, so also new toys. I don't know yeah. if we mentioned that. New toys coming out. Like um, brand new. They look fucking dope. Uh, there are actually more, even more than the uh, than the images that I shared on social media. There's a pretty, also pretty dope looking Optimus Primal and Black Arachnia figure that are part of that same line. Oh, I'm gonna uh, have to go check it out. Yeah, unfortunately, the Megatron is already sold out, which I was like, hmm. but um, uh, all the other ones are still in stock. So I was thinking on. Uh, you know, payday or something, uh, maybe pre-ordering at least a couple of them. Definitely the Optimus. Oh, yeah. Like, they, they looked very high quality. Mm-hmm. The, the prices, nice. aren't, prices aren't that bad, either. They're, like... Given modern. the quality, I was actually surprised that they weren't more. And, like, the 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 Optimus figure is, like, twenty nine ninety nine. The Rat Trap is 10 bucks. What? Yeah. Wow, I'm act- that's very surprising. Maybe uh, I should go grab the rat trap. Anyways, listeners, there's like new Beast Wars like figures. They're they're not that expensive. Go go Google them. They're they're that's pretty great. What yeah. a time to be doing a Beast Wars podcast. Well, I know, and that's this is something that I was saying to uh some uh colleagues of mine recently. I'm like, it seems like I like we we kind of picked the right time to uh we put it off for years and here it is <laughs> we kind of picked the right time to actually launch this because it seems like i don't know i i think life uh, uh finds a way botcon which is a annual transformers convention that's been going on since like the 90s there hasn't been a botcon since 2015 it's coming back next year next year is the Ooh. 25th anniversary of beast wars all of a sudden hasbro is making new beast wars toys Ooh! so after five six year hiatus botcon's coming back i think at botcon they're probably going to announce a beast wars movie oh shit that would be man i don't don't get my hopes up <laughs> There, there were rumors about a Beast Wars movie being in the works late last year. So, uh, I think I bought Con uh, 2021 Beast Wars movie. I'm oh wow, we're gonna all this, all this we'll let the like, listeners know what we find out. Like all this, uh, like even IGN all of a sudden is talking about Beast Wars and doing like Beast Wars retrospectives. I like, noticed just, that. Yeah, yeah, it's like. Something's going on. Like, there's something in the works. Like, people, like, these things don't just happen for no reason. No. We we made this happen. We put the energy out there. We! And us we, and our five Turkish listeners <laughs> put the energy into the universe. See, we made this happen for no reason. But Hasbro resurrecting, like, putting uh, Beast Wars back into the pop culture consciousness, like, that is no accident. No, they know uh, what they're doing. Everything has cycles. There's zombies, vampires were cool for a while. Uh, they tried to make mummies cool for a while, but without Brandon Fraser, it uh, kind of didn't take off. Uh, but but now, damn it, yeah. beasties are <laughs> coming back. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, with the mummy, that was a uh, that was a, a mega cycle, not a cycle. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't. What does Christopher mean when he says that? I don't know, but I understand. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> we we started talking about toys there. Uh, what what is happening? Oh right, um, one point four megacycles. Is that where yeah. we are? Yeah, so that that's how long they have. However long that actually is, that's how long they have to contact the probe before the probe fucks off forever. Um, 140 normal cycles. Wait, no, that would be like two minutes. Nope, still don't know how long that is. <laughs> so uh, what nebulous that? time. A nebulous ne- time. But it doesn't sound like a lot. No. And what does what's his reaction? I don't remember. But we we move back to uh, uh, Optimus, Rattrap, and Dinobot setting up the satellite dish. It's and coming along. Optimus is trying to get in touch with uh, with uh, Cheetor and Tigatron. It's getting no response. And then we see a uh, first-person view, black and white, like almost security cam-looking point-of-view footage that's actually oh, yeah. running at a higher frame rate. I don't know if you noticed that, but like it looks like it's running at like 60 frames, whereas like the rest of the show is probably running at 24 frames. I did not notice that. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely running at a higher frame rate. Well, that's because um, the security black and white fuzzy security camera is more advanced than the normal camera that they use to film Beast Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, they they're they're using old cameras on that Beast Wars set. What is this thing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what is this um camera looking at? Uh, it is looking at the Maximals setting up the satellite dish. Hmm. And then we cut to a shot of Scorponok. So what we just saw oh, yeah. was his point of view vision, and he is all like, Megatron must know. <laughs> or to really ham it up as you do, Megatron must know. Megatron will give me good boy points. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's right. It does give us a glimpse of like his vision. Is that like infrared, or does he just see in black and white? No one knows for sure, but all we know is that he sees in a higher frame rate. No one knows for sure, but I intend to find out. Beast mode. <laughs> uh, so we- he grabs... He ejects oh, this little like right. black orb with a uh, Predacon symbol on it. Is, is it like a yeah? It's a little orb. Yeah, and he Where gives does it, it come to. Out of? Uh, I don't remember. It, it kind of doesn't really show us his like claw, maybe. Yeah, something like that. So he gives it to Terrorsaur, and Terrorsaur, who is in his dainty ass like <laughs> beast form, grabs yeah. it with his beak and then screeches and flies away. He screeches a lot. Like a lot of pent up anger. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, and here I am. I'm just surprised he's allowed to do anything after the shit show he caused a while back. Like multiple times over. M- multiple times over. Yeah, geez. <laughs> but yeah, he's uh, he's flying away. And we skip to the uh, uh, to the dark side, the the Predacon ship, and Black Arachnia is all like, "Oh, is it a weapon?" Tarantula Man is all like, it looks more like a long-range signal array. Mm-hmm. Leave it to the scientists to know what it is. Presumably, they had seen the the footage, uh, the recording that uh, yes. Scorponok was making. 
Yes, the recording is actually on the screen on one of their uh, Predacon uh, computers. Oh, yeah. They're just chilling, watching <laughs> watching it on one of their monitors. Yeah. Someone is like, oh, well, why don't we ask the kitties? And Megatron's all like, excellent idea. Cheers. And then it camera kind of pans over and shows them both hanging out in a, in a cage, much like the cage rat trap was in when he was in the dark side yeah those exact two cages (laughs) there is way more lighting going on in the predacon ship this time around it's not a dark it's not dark at all in fact we actually see the interior we can completely see the interior now it's fully kind of nice (laughs) i mean apart from the the floor is literally hot lava but they got a platform to stand on they it's not so bad yeah it does convey that this is a much bigger ship than the Axelon. Like it also has this bigger. weird, like almost skeletal look to it, which is it's cool. It has its own feeling. It's like gray and dark steel, whereas the Axelon is like lighter tones, like brass and silvers. Also, it's it has a lava pit, which is pretty pretty metal. Oh, so does, the... yeah. He he goes to like ask Cheetor something. Yeah. Megatron? He... Yeah, he goes to ask Cheetor, like, uh, uh, what Optimus and the other Maximals are up to. And Cheetor is just like, why don't you ask him yourself, Mega Dumb? Does he say Mega Dumb? He does, yeah. I thought he said Mega Dump. <laughs> mega Dumb is dumber. <laughs> it is. I mean, I it's stupid either dumb. way. Because <laughs> all of those are dumb, yeah. Because <laughs> Mega Dump is a noun, Mega Dumb is a um an adjective right (laughs) he's not even using a noun (laughs) it's like the first thing that pops up into his head you know how they write his little quips it's the first thing the writers think of and even if it's bad they go nope (laughs) we have to use it (laughs) uh giga bummer doesn't cheetor accent giga bummer is an iconic (laughs) one i think it's my i think it's my favorite one thus far does he ever say that more often I have no, I I don't remember. I just know he I, said it uh, on last week's episode. That's a good one. Uh, doesn't Cheetor accidentally say something that gives them too much information? Like he's not even tortured. He just he just says something dumb. What does he say? He says something like, uh, "The Predacon computer starts buzzing," and Tarantulas is like, "Oh, it's picking up something from space." And then Cheetor is like, "The probe." Fucking, yeah, his eyes fucking, go wide and he's like, the probe. Fucking idiot. <laughs> right? And the Megatron's like, oh, I guess we don't need to use torture. He's all like, oh, probe. Yes. It must be from Cybertron. Prepare for a full scale assault. The array must be destroyed immediately. Yeah. Uh, and then the and, viewer... and then Megatron actually names what uh, Tarantulas's new toy is. The transformation lock lens. Yeah, I like new toy better, but it's, it's good to know what its official name <laughs> is. I think we'll just. It's stick very it. creative too. I think we'll just stick with new toy. You know. Uh, and they they piece out all of them. Yeah. Man, when why don't they learn? Um, all of them piece out, and they're like, "Oh, we'll just leave them unattended." And Cheetor immediately digs into himself. He's like, oh, man, me and my big mouth. My big, stupid cheetah mouth. And the, 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 the viewer is probably like, yeah, yeah, man. 
And uh, Tigatron, being the the voice of reason, is like, they would have attacked the array anyway, but at least they left us unguarded. And he starts swinging back and forth. I love like, this. He's like, like the cool cat that he is. He's so cool. I remember <laughs> why he was my favorite when I was a kid. Because <laughs> he, he's also like, oh, they would have found it anyways. Like, he, he alleviates uh, Cheetor's yeah. beating himself up. But yeah, the way he starts shifting in this, like, he's kind of like, dancing moving his cat shoulders and hips yeah and che- yeah and cheetor asks him he's like what are you doing and tron is like you always say what a swinging cat you are so start <laughs> swinging and maybe we can free ourselves from these cages so they both start swinging back and forth it, it's a it's a fun cute visual i like it <laughs> i do too oh it's weird how this works they the the cages start swinging back and forth and then they slam into each other and the bottoms fall out. Uh, we're like not quite. More. We're not. We're not quite there yet. We cut back to the uh, the signal, the maximals of the signal array. Oh, you're right. Yeah, they've completed building everything, and uh, it's basically like everything's done, but we're waiting on Rhinox to uh, bring them a three and a half inch floppy. Yes, basically with the uh, the transwarp uh, energy signature on it. I feel like he should have gotten that earlier, but what do I know? Maybe it took time to compile a three and a half inch floppy that matched the transwarp drive signature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Uh, that's my guess. Like he, it like was he was waiting on it. Yeah, he he needed he needed time to to work on it. So uh, Scorpionox shows up and is all like, Megatron has ordered this tower demolished. He blows Dinobot away, not cross-country this time. So still no, still only one appearance of the cross-country missile. Um, I feel like the cross-country missile would have been a good one to use now. Yeah, like, right? The, like, like if it you're doesn't keeping do that, any damage, but if you're take, keeping take off. <laughs> if you're keeping that in your back pocket for a special occasion, like something like this, probably when you wanna when you wanna bring it out. Maybe you have to hit them just right, like center mass in order to like lift them off the ground. Perhaps. Nobody knows. Only Scorponok, who can also record <laughs> video footage. <laughs> so Scorponok then tries to shoot the array and Rattrap blows the missile away and is like I don't think so. And then Dinobot gets back up and is all like, and I really don't think so. And fucking eye lasers him. Oh, yeah. He gets up, kind of like puts <laughs> a hand on his like shoulder and peers over him. Again, it yeah. shows the size difference. And I really don't think so. And just, oh, man, I fucking love that moment. Like shoots him with eye lasers. And it's not like these eye lasers are weak ass things. Like it fucking smokes him. That's, yeah, I, I'm using bad descriptive language here. I'm just swearing, but like he hits him and like Scorponok's done. Like he yeah, flies it, off the the mountain. Yeah, it blows him back and over over this like boulder that was behind him. And then in one of my favorite visuals, or in my favorite visual in this entire episode, Dinobot and Rattrap look at each other and give each other the thumbs up. Yeah, I man. I, I'm gonna make that, that the I'm gonna make that the artwork for this episode. I was hoping you would. <laughs> yeah. And we had already established that they had this mutual respect that yeah. time that like Dinobot didn't listen to his lead, but then ended up saying, Oh, like for this 
um, I apologize. I should have listened to your lead kind of thing. So it's established throughout the episodes that even though they might not necessarily like each other and they kind of, it's kind of like friends that fight each other. Yeah. There's this like camaraderie slash bro relationship between them. And I, I, I'm enjoying that. I, I really like that. Yeah, I, 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 I'm enjoying uh, uh, seeing their relationship develop again. The thumbs up and the smile that they give each other, I just, ah, warms my heart. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so now we're back at the dark side, and the cats are still swinging, and as you had mentioned... They break uh, the cages. They break the cages. Uh, the floor panels get knocked out from beneath them. Shoddy Predacon craftsmanship. (laughs) They just don't build them like they used to back in the Decepticon days. Wow. Yeah. Decepticons would have built this to last. (laughs) Uh, Uh, What is it? It shows Tigatron just fall. But Cheetor... Yeah, he off, times off he times it right so he lands on the uh, platform off to the side, but Cheetor ends up not timing it right and ends up falling. But then Tiger, there's like a there's like an like a Roadrunner sound as he's like suspended in the air for a second and then and yeah. then falls. Then Tigertron uh, grabs him by the tail and pulls him up. Oh, because he almost falls in lava. Right, yeah. he's falling. He's like ah. And then he just stopped. Isn't he like covering his eyes with his paws or something? Yeah. That's I'm exactly like, what he's doing. Oh, I was like, did I have, am I only like ca- making it more cartoonic in my mind? <laughs> or did he actually do that? No, no, no he, he covers his eyes. And Tigatron's like holding him by the tail with his mouth. Yeah. So he pulls him up and Tigatron asks Cheetor, he's like, do you know where the, uh, the Predacon restoration chamber is so we can escape this uh, transformation lock. And Cheetor's like, follow me. I ran around here for two hours one time. I have the entire place memorized. Yeah. Seriously, they were like powerless to get Cheetor out of this fucking base. It was kind of embarrassing. <laughs> I was the... in this I was in this base once for like an hour, like two months ago. Therefore I'm an expert. Well I mean he just completely ran around like un uncontested uh like hacked a computer or or two and just yeah he probably has the whole base memorized uh rat trap probably does too actually <laughs> they spent a, those two have spent some time here i feel like uh rat trap probably spent more time I think Rattrap spent more time, but Cheetor covered more ground because he was frantically running from missiles and looking for uh, like that 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 like chip that the Predacons had like manufactured or stolen in order to pick up on their transmissions. No, that was Rattrap who took the um, the decoder chip. Oh, you're right. What did? Oh, sorry. Cheetor came here when um, he teleported. <laughs> through yeah. the energon relay. Yeah. Right, right. He did get a chip though, but what was that? He stole uh, uh it was a uh um it was a map of the uh energon all the energon veins between right. underground energon veins between the two bases cuz he's all like an explosion at either one would destroy at either base would destroy us all cuz they uh, the same energon vein runs under both bases. 
props for him to actually actually knowing that right that uh that that <laughs> practicum is really working out for him yeah but nobody expected him to uh be able to teleport but anyways <laughs> um, <laughs> it was enough for cheetor to know where the healing vats were the restoration vats yeah the uh so yeah he's like follow me dad and he's like what did you call me <laughs> uh tigatron <laughs> The, the hot brother, tub. brother, yeah, we the, we got the, a hot tub time machine to jump. I was about to say the hot tub precon machine. <laughs> it is a hot tub predicon machine. You know, you just get dunked in it and you come out fine. And yeah. apparently, um, Tigatron is of the assumption. I don't even know how he knew that they had them, but Tigatron is of the assumption that it will heal their um, ailment of being like locked in beast mode. Yeah. I mean, yeah. How would he know that? I mean, he like is he assuming or does he actually know that? Might as well try. The base is empty. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Why didn't they fuck up their shit? Like self-destruct. Oh, I guess you need a voice command to self-destruct. Well, oh, and if they if, well, and if they blow up the dark side though, then same energon vein under both bases, they'll blow up the maximal base too. We did just talk about that. That's true. That's true. I don't know. B- break some more of their monitors like Cheetor did. They could at least, like, you know, like raid their fridge and <laughs> <laughs> pee on their couch or something. Uh, you know, play their video, steal like their game console or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. Break break the steal, healing pets. Steal, steal their N64. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, don't steal the N64. You take out that little um, expansion pack in the front. Uh, it's like, yeah, you, you steal the expansion pack, but you leave Perfect Dark and Donkey Kong 64. And Majora's Mask. Oh, right. right, right. <laughs> Which was unplayable without it. Well, so we're... Uh, uh, per- Perfect Dark, all you could do was you could do, like, one multiplayer map. Oh, was that it? Yeah, that's all you could do. I had, <laughs> I I can't remember what you couldn't do much in Donkey Kong sixty four without it. Yeah, I didn't get to play that. All I knew is that all I know or all I remember was that um, Majora's Mask just couldn't be played. You just needed mm-hmm. needed it, or maybe you couldn't play it beyond day one or something weird like that. That's what such what a, a weird whack. device. It's yeah. such a wacky thing to think about nowadays. It's like, could you imagine like someone trying to do that now? It's like, it's like, oh, the the PS like like say let, let's say the uh, the PS five. It's like, oh, uh, God of War two is coming out for the PS five, but you got to buy this like expansion card to plug <laughs> into the uh, the PS five, and it's going to cost you a hundred dollars. <laughs> And if you don't plug in this expansion card, then all you can do in God of War 2 is, like, basically, you can play the first, like, hour in standard death. That's what I was thinking. You can play the first hour in, like, standard death. At 720p. (laughs) (laughs) Thinking back, that that is an anomaly. Yeah. Like, Like, that would never fly nowadays. It wouldn't fly nowadays, but it was even weird for the time. Like, it's not like the Sega or not like the PlayStation had anything like that. That was a very real bizarre 
bizarre addition. I mean, cool, Sega though. Sega was like nutty about add-on hardware, but yes, they're like the Sega very CD weird. and the 32X. Yeah, they're and their controller and the like little plug-in attachments you could put on the controller. Very odd. I have a lot of nostalgia for the Sega CD. It's a lot of people uh, like to rag on the Sega CD, but I have a lot of nostalgia for it. Hey, man, the best Zelda games are on the Sega CD. <laughs> no, you're thinking of the uh, the 3DO. Oh, is that what I'm thinking of? Yeah. Yeah, there were like three like licensed Nintendo games that were on the 3DO, and one of them was like a Zelda game. Another one was like this weird Mario game. I was thinking of those uh, Russian animated like Link Link's Adventure games. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. Is, is yeah. that the 3DO? Yeah, those are on the 3DO. I had no idea. <laughs> uh, the only reason I know is because Angry Video Game Nerd did a video about them like 10 or so years ago. Ooh, is that guy still alive? Oh yeah, he's still around. He's still making <laughs> videos too. Is he? He dropped the angry thing because I imagine he grew up and he got exhausted of pretending he was enraged all the time uh yeah it's like (laughs) so you know how back in the day like pro wrestling was all about kayfabe and it's like you were like pro wrestlers were like always in character all the time no matter when you saw them yeah yeah with that's basically what angry video game nerd is at this point like for the most like he he has his channel where he does like the vast majority of his videos he's just james and he does like so many different shows now but he'll still do every like i think he does like one like once a month he'll do or once oh in character he'll do a angry video game nerd video that's semi in character but it's nowhere near as like turned up to 11 as it (laughs) used to be yeah what a interesting era like we'll save this for our generic um nostalgia podcast but it was an interesting <laughs> era like the era of angry video game nerd and smosh where like the most popular channels were like these wacky like screaming turned up to 11 like young adults yeah it was a different time for sure yeah fuck i think like i remember discovering angry video game nerd before youtube even came about like i think i I think I first stumbled across his videos through like Kazaa. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I didn't yeah. realize he was, he was older than YouTube. Oh yeah. He he's OG. He's like early two thousands. Yeah. So he, he milked that for as long as he, he could, like you said though, he's off doing a ton of other stuff. So yeah, yeah. that's good. Uh, and I, I wonder what happened to all of them. Oh, um, speaking of like all those early, days um one of the people from smosh anthony padilla um he's actually got a really interesting youtube um like talk show oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah he's like an adult doing interesting things now yeah funny how yeah. that works yeah i think he gave the the whole smosh like uh license to wow i can't remember the other part of smosh at the time uh anthony and uh wow can't remember but he just like gave it all to him and peaced out i was never super like i was never really into smosh i just remember i think you might have been just a bit too old well i remember like in the mid 2000s there was a girl that i dated who was really into smosh (laughs) 
<laughs> that'll that'll do it or and, that'll kill it yeah basically yeah <laughs> <laughs> that relationship did not did not end well yeah and so you're like fuck her and fuck smosh <laughs> uh so a dramatic theme is playing as uh, <laughs> just looking at what the closed caption says on the episode. and it is dramatic it holy is dramatic. boy does it get dramatic uh so yeah so uh dinobot suggests that scorpinox attack was just uh a diversion and then pterosaur shows up fires off some shoulder missiles yeah optimus uh this is cool what does he call them uh, optimus uh dinobot and rat trap fire at uh pterosaur who then turns around and fucks off uh screeching away does optimus use like anti-missile like cannons at one point i remember he shoots somebody's like missiles out of the air and they're like like ground to air cannons or something yeah he or was does that, that earlier with scorpinox missile he definitely has some sort of like anti-air air like plasma shoulder things and he actually names them uh it might have been when Scor- scorpinox was trying to shoot it but like you said that was rat trap that shot them out of the air no rat trap shot Anyways, at one point, either earlier or now, Optimus has these like anti-missile like flak cannons, which it hasn't really shown. It's shown him his shoulder cannons, but it's never shown these like missile interceptors. Yeah, in this scene, he's firing his shoulder cannons right now. Yeah, and uh, who's he shooting at? Uh, Terrorosaur. And uh, so Terrorosaur fucks off, and then Rattrap's all like, "Hey, where's Lenapus going?" And Dinobot's all like, he always was a coward. And then we hear off screen, we hear Megatron say, Ah, yes, but he makes an excellent diversion. (laughs) That's right. And the diversion he was. And Optimus is like, you don't know what you're doing, Megatron. And Megatron's like, oh, on the contrary, I know all about the probe from Cybertron, and I mean to see that you don't contact it. No. Predacons, attack! Yeah, and so who pops up here? Uh, uh, Black Arachnia. Yeah, uh, Tarantula Man, uh, Black Arachnia, and his uh, new toy. Oh yeah, that's that thing's there too. Uh, so they set send off a bunch of uh, missiles and blasters. Don't hit any of the Maximals. They hit the ground behind them, but it's but enough. Not the tower. But I'm not the tower either. <laughs> just the ground behind the Maximals. And it's enough to like blow them forward in a like comical fashion. Like the way that Dinobot just like slow motion somersaults. Like just out of nowhere from. Oh, does blast. that happen? Tw- does that happen twice in this? Twice where like it shows a slow motion. Oh, you're right. Does Isn't there like a, an action replay? Yeah, and isn't it, that it, weird? It's pretty comical looking. <laughs> it's so weird. It like it's almost like the video's stuttering. Yeah, because it like action replays. Does it do it from different angles or is it the same angle? Uh, it's I can't the same quite remember. Angle. Yeah, I, it's I just actually thought my copy, angle. my copy was like defective because it was like just jarringly like action replaying the same like shot over and over again. But <laughs> but no, the. Uh, <laughs> The the editors decided that was cool. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. 
so uh dinobot uh after he lands from this like hilarious like explosion somersault uh charges toward black arachnia who then proceeds to kick him in the face and then uh tarantula man's toy shows up and blasts dinobot and locks him into beast form i find that she, she kicks a lot she's yes, got some yes. martial arts in her i like it yeah she was doing uh kicks to his face repeatedly and then uh uh, Dinobot falls to the ground and Rat Trap shows up and is all like, Nobody does that to my team, sister. <laughs> oh, which, that's right. Which I, I appreciate, like, Rat Trap's being protective of Dinobot now. Yeah. That's this, like, their their relationship's developing. And uh, it's shown that Rat Trap has been good in a leader p- position and is taken, good at taking responsibility. So I think his character's coming along quite nicely so rat trap uh just unloads just starts shooting at black arachnia and she's like with every shot she's getting blown back further and further oh yeah he wastes her um and what's funny is when she gets right to the ledge uh the camera pans above her and shows the ground on the uh uh, over the side of the cliff. Oh, yeah. And you actually see Scorponok just laying there. At yeah, the very he's, bottom, he's just still down there. <laughs> <laughs> was, I just, I imagine as a. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I just, I, I, I thought it was a funny little detail to throw in there. Um, I, I rewound it just a bit because I was hoping I would also see Waspinator. Oh yeah, yeah. But then I remembered. Oh wait, that's a different, different scene. Maybe yeah. he's okay now. Yeah, we haven't seen him for a while. Well, he was he was shot at the beginning, and then we don't see him again. Or is he at the Predacon meetup? I like to think that Tigatron took him out at the beginning, and he's just down there at the bottom of the cliff with Scorponok. Both of them just <laughs> like, oh, ow, my head. Megatron won't be happy. Waspinator is somewhere. Yeah, he he's somewhere doing wasp things. Talking so about what, how talking about how great he is. Great he is, and how much his mom says he's cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so, Di- so Dinobot tries to to transform. Doesn't work because he got blasted with Tarantula Man's toy. Yeah. And uh, Rat Trap's like, "Hey, you you okay there, Chopper Face?" Uh, Dinobot's like, uh, "I can't transform." And then. The toy shows up and blasts uh, Rat Trap as well, uh, making him transform to to beast form. What a stealthy little weird device! That yeah. thing gets like all of them. <laughs> yeah, I know this thing's a fucking game changer. I wonder if it's going to you know appear in every episode following this. Oh, clearly, look how useful it is. Yeah, right. You'd think that would be a thing that would just like be in every episode going forward i'm not going to spoil anything <laughs> or you know maybe the uh dark side's defenses should have some of these gu- as guns maybe yeah maybe oh makes sense right yeah um, i guess we'll just have to, see. I, I, have to see. I guess we'll i guess we'll find out over the course the uh, remaining episodes of this podcast and then the maximals will probably reverse engineer one and make one for themselves right yeah because yeah i mean that you 
Like this is a really like game changing device to introduce into the show. And it's very good at dodging. Yeah. Like shots. It showed Tigertron trying or Cheetor trying to shoot it help helplessly earlier. And it just dodges out of the way. It's stealthy. It sneaks up behind everyone on this show. Yeah. G- gets them all. Gets all the maximals. And like, yeah, not being able to shoot back, pretty big deal. Not being able to use like human humanoid hands, pretty big deal. Not being uh, able to eye laser. Unless- Unless you're pretty Optimus. big deal. <laughs> well, yeah. Unless you're Optimus or Rat Trap, then you've got little opposable thumbs. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of Rat Trap, so Dinobot and Rat Trap are both stuck in beast form now. We see uh, Megatron in his robot form. He blasts them away. Oh, Optimus yes, Primal is over by the the emitter, and Tarantula Man's toy blasts him, locks him into beast form as well. Yep, and Megatron shoots him in a uh, scene that I find kind of amusing. Megatron sh- tries to shoot a missile at the emitter, and there's this one like steel beam just lying on the ground in yes. front of Optimus, and Optimus picks it up like it's made out of paper. <laughs> yeah, and swings and hits the missile like it's a baseball but it doesn't 20 foot long steel beam steel beam but like the video is in this weird like looping it's in this weird continuous loop it loops like several times over yeah that's what i meant by the jarring like action replay that it did earlier it does now i don't like i don't know what they were going for exactly like it, it it looks like the visual equivalent to like a CD skipping. That's why I had said earlier, <laughs> I'm like, is there something wrong with my download? Like it, okay. it looks like it's like skipping. Yeah. No, that's it's... uh uh like I'm watching it on Tubi and like I remember watching this show on TV. No, it just it always did that. What a weird editing decision. <laughs> yeah. If it was slow motion and it but it's it's not it's not slow motion. It's just a jarring like cutback of the same second of footage. In fact, and it actually looks weird. a little sped up. Oh, it looks a little <laughs> sped up, and it loops like yeah. several times over. It loops several times over, but it's the exact same shot. Yeah, and I'm. It's very. It, it it's does weird. not please the eyes. No, <laughs> it's it weird. Doesn't. It's uh, jarring. A, someone made a choice. There. <laughs> <laughs> they tried. <laughs> they gave it the old maximal try. <laughs> uh, That's going to so replace uh, giving it the old college try for me. I do think so. <laughs> Gotta there, give there, it the old maximal try. There, there are a few things that we say on this podcast that I've actually that have actually kind of spilled over into my day to day vocabulary a little bit, like cycles. Yeah, and like every now and then, like I'll just say like fucking eye lasers. <laughs> Tell me a time when having eye lasers wouldn't help. <laughs> right? Oh, uh, one of the times Dinobot used eye lasers in this episode, usually his eyes will slowly turn green and he'll shoot a green set of eye lasers. There's yeah. one shot where he fires one time and his eyes stay red. Not a big deal. I just notice eye lasers a lot, so <laughs> he forgot to turn his eyes green. Well, shit. Uh, yeah. So they so, were trying some stuff. 
Uh, so he baseball bats the missile. He baseball bats the missile. Um, and it's a pretty cool Optimus move. It is, yeah. It's just too bad the the editing was a bit questionable. <laughs> <It's> perplexing. <laughs> Perple- that's a good way to put it. Jarring. It, it really is. And perplexing. But uh, at least he gets the missile out of the way. Yeah, but then Megatron shows up and just steps on him. Quite literally, just steps on his back. Oh, his op- and this is when we get to see his opt- awesome like Megatron heels. Yeah. It looks like an ammo clip or yes, something, Me- but he's Megatron, got like a heel. Megatron is such a uh, confident and fabulous leader that he wears heels. <laughs> confident and fabulous. <laughs> it's not about being insecure with my height. No. <laughs> it's Dude, about the- being fabulous. Yeah. the fucking giant. Yeah, he's taller than everything. Yeah, he's like the tallest uh, character in this show. Yeah. <laughs> he he's a strong, confident leader. Uh, uh so yeah, he's stepping on him. Like just Yeah, so he's stepping fucking, on like, him. grinding his heel into him. And he says some bullshit. He's all like he's all like, "Oh, well, that was a valiant effort, but the end result is the same." And then a uh, green finger taps uh, I love Megatron's this. shoulder. I, it's good, right? He's all like, don't count on you. And you hear Rhinox say, don't count on it, Motorhead. And he just fucking decks Megatron right in the face. Do, 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 do. Almost feel like Motorhead should be playing in, <laughs> in the background as this happens. This is also the second time they've used a character in the show is use motorhead as a slur. Oh, uh, the other time was rat trap. Yeah. Rat trap said it in, yeah. I think last week's episode, maybe motorhead. Week I like that one. And apparently this is not a good thing. <laughs> yeah, apparently slur. not. But yeah, he just, and again, Rhinox, not as tall, but like he is definitely the widest and probably mass most massive, um, of the transformers on the show. Yeah. To me, he Rhinox, just, Rhinox is like the power lifter. Yes. He's not going to win any uh, races, but like the dude can bench. Yeah. <laughs> he can like bench his body weight. Yeah. And yeah, they animated this, him like winding up, and he showed like a lot of momentum going into this punch. And he just fucking decks Megatron. And he, he goes flying. Like, like, I don't know what, 20 feet back or something like that uh maybe something in my head like i just that, imagined yeah. it but i imagine a tooth he, he's missing a tooth again <laughs> yeah so after that rhinox is at the um the emitter uh punching some buttons we see a shot of the probe in space pretty much directly above in orbit directly above them optimus is like tries to get rhinox's attention because he notices something and rhinox is like hold on i'm almost finished Oh, and yeah, then, and he's got the three-and-a-half-inch floppy. Yeah, and he's, he's got just a, about to put it in. Just about to put it in, and then who sh- Like, what do we see? That fucking Right behind toy. him. That fucking toy shows up, blasts Rhinox, turning him back into a rhinoceros. And, and Rhinox goes, is no. like, no. 
as he we see like him like looking down it's a slow-mo shot by the way slow-mo shot of the three and a half inch floppy just falling to the ground as he's in his rhinoceros form like helplessly watching this thing fall to the ground yeah. when it cuts out of the slow-mo it's really funny he's just like sitting there and he goes he kind of just goes huh and he just picks it up with his mouth <laughs> yeah and we see he brings it over to Optimus and we see Optimus like kind of getting up. But in the background, we see Megatron sitting up as well. Bastard. Uh, yeah. And Rhinox is like to Optimus. He's like basically like, oh, you've got to finish this. I can't do it in this form. Yep. Which I mean, I get it. But we've also especially early on in the show, we saw Rhinox operate a the like computer table console in the maximal base in his beast form we've straight up seen him chilling in the which by the way he didn't need to be because <laughs> um, <laughs> it's established they can stay in their robot forms yeah uh while they're on the bridge of the uh the axelon however <laughs> yeah it has shown shots that we've made fun of before where he's just chilling in his gigantic rhinoceros form like tapping with his giant giant <laughs> rhinoceros hooves at the console so i find it funny that he has the dexterity to pick it up with his mouth but not the dexterity to like push it into the the little console on the tower yeah and just like tap a button with his tongue or something who knows because like we've seen like the, the the kind of tech that this guy develops like what was oh like, yeah last episode it was a giant fucking red button to turn off sentinel <laughs> yeah so there's probably only one button to press here yeah oh, but the giant red button was behind the lock screen a malfunctioning lock screen that you just need to punch and open. <laughs> uh, so yeah optimus does grab it but megatron gets up and he's all like he's all like no predacon will become a maximal prisoner while i rule no and optimus looks at him like with just like the saddest look on his face and he's like megatron no yeah it's like anguish yeah and pleading and yeah. megatron raises his like little tail missile launcher thing aims it at the array fires a missile and, and blows it up. blows it up yeah and this is wow we get oh okay so let's deconstruct this not only this does is... he aim it at the base and blow it up but there is some now some good editing we've talked about <laughs> the bad editing but like this is a this is this is horrific like this is villainous oh there yeah so we see a uh an explosion an explosion and we see a uh uh partially opaque like intercut shot of megatron's face as he's laughing while this thing while the emitter is blowing up is blowing up his head back he's laughing with like semi-transparent like overlay of his like head and then we see like a shot of optimus and rhinox flying into the air with like almost like horror movie type lighting oh yeah and their faces like it's funny because Rhinox goes ass over overhead again, <laughs> like completely helpless. But like it's again, it's slow mo, and 
yeah, they're getting blown up. Like it's scary. Yeah. And it keeps it cuts to them, and then it cuts back to the 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 explosion and the emitter falling over. But the whole time, there's this transparent. Maybe it even changes sides of the screen. Who knows? There's this like transparent like um, shot overlaid of the rest of the scene. Transparent shot on the left side of the screen of Megatron laughing deeply and heavily. As like this explosion is like happening, and the Maximals' chance of um, being rescued is destroyed, like it's wow. Like I was like Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like and, that. That's great. Yeah, and uh, I had mentioned this to you uh, off air before, but like this is the first time we've seen the Maximals really lose, and not oh, yeah, only they lost, they, and not only did they lose, they lost big. They they lost big, um, all of them. Uh, we we, I I can't quite remember, but if Cheetor and Tigatron like show up, they do show up, yeah. But and it it doesn't matter. They yeah they they show up. Uh, the Predacons retreat. Yeah, Cheetor is like time for you to decorate a cage, Mega Dork. <laughs> and Megatron's just all like, I think not for your chances. He's basically like, there's no, there's no way you're going home, so the Beast Wars will continue until I'm the victor. So oh, that's right. And then yeah. he just literally just leaps away. Oh yeah, it's hilarious. He jumps <laughs> over the the point of view of the camera, like he he jumps over Optimus and Rhinox and yeah. over the the point of view of the the viewer. And I was like, oh, that was a weird shot. I thought he was yeah. gonna stomp on them for a second. No, he just like. Like Mario jump, <laughs> jumps away. <laughs> so Cheetor asks Optimus, he's like, uh, did we do it? Did we get the signals of the probe? Are we going home? And it's playing that like typical Beast War sad music. Oh, yeah. And Optimus is like, not today, Cheetor, but someday. But someday. And it kind of shows like um, up, it pans out the, the camera as again, it's playing that somber kind of like sad um trip three toned like do 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 and it pans out and like the maximals are kind of picking themselves back up and it shows like dinobot like shaking his head and the destroyed relay and you're like oh and dinobot kind of just walks away yeah he just like walks off to stare into the <laughs> the sky or something and yeah and then the show the episode ends with a uh a shot of the uh the probe leaving yeah it just pieces off and it goes it kind of warps away just like it entered the system. Yeah. Yeah. That's some shit. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I really liked this episode. I think, uh, I think finally seeing the Maximals losing and losing big when the stakes were actually pretty high. Like, I think it in a way, like it kind of humanizes them and it, this episode, I actually, it's funny. Cause like, I actually didn't really like this episode a lot when I was a kid because I found it too sad, quote unquote, too well, yeah. sad. It's different uh, watching it as as an adult. So, but yeah, and so watching it as as an adult, I'm like, no, uh, like I actually really appreciate this because, like, this actually, like, this actually shows that the ma- like this actually shows that the Maximals are in some kind of plight on this planet, and that it's not just about like, oh, like fun, hanging out, hanging out, and fun adventure times, and stopping the bad guys all the time. It's like, no, they're actually like. They're stranded. 
they're they're stranded they want to go home and the only realistic chance that they have been presented with so far was taken away from them by the big purple asshole (laughs) on the other side and it kind of moves megatron out of the position of dramatic shakespearean villain who can't catch a break to dramatic shakespearean villain who like revels in the suffering of others yeah it's like this episode takes right? him from being uh, like just like a flamboyant like shakespearean like cool kind of fun villain to like he's kind of just an asshole <laughs> in this episode yeah like he's actually like a villain <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah it completely changes the the tone too i'm kind of very curious to keep going mm-hmm. and seeing like the next episode and like see what follows because like yeah it's a wow it, it <laughs> changes the mood of the entire show definitely uh speaking of the next episode the next episode we will we will be reviewing on uh, next week's episode of Too Much Energon is the 11th episode in production order, which was the 10th episode in U.S. podcast order, Gorilla Warfare. But is gorilla, it spelled Gorilla or Gorilla? It's spelled Gorilla. Get it? I do, because Optimus is a gorilla. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> Things that children don't understand. <laughs> uh, I actually, I got it when I was 11. I was I, a, I was a pretty pretty smart kiddo too, and I remember turning to to my mom and I was like, "Oh, it's like that. It's like funny because it's not like guerrilla warfare." And my mom was like, "Oh, is that a thing?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's like sneaky hit and run tactics they use in Vietnam and and in France during World War II." My mom was like, "Okay," <laughs> and then I went <laughs> off and played video games. <laughs> Uh, you just went off and watched Platoon again. <laughs> wow, yeah. <laughs> Apocalypse Now. Yeah. Uh, the first Predator movie. Oh, yeah. I was I, I was watching all of those movies when I was a little kid, so. Me too. My cousins and I loved Predator. Predator, Terminator, The Labyrinth. Yeah, yeah for me, it was like Predator, Terminator, Robocop, Batman. Oh, Tim. Tim Burton's Batman, yeah. 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 So, uh, so I, yeah, that... I don't really have anything else to, to say. I think that's a pretty good wrap up. I think this is a, uh, it's getting pretty late. We got to get out of here. Um, I think that's a good place to wrap it up. So thank you very much to everyone who listened to this episode. As I said, we will be back next Saturday with uh, episode uh, 11, Guerrilla Warfare. Uh, if you want to send us an email, you can do that at too much at outlook.com. Be sure to check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash too much uh, If you want to hear even more of us talk, we have recently launched a secondary podcast where we review another mainframe entertainment show from the 90s reboot. It's called it's Real. Al- it's Real Alphanumeric, a reboot podcast. You can listen to that 
as well as this show on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or if you're using an Android specifically, uh, you can also find us through Podcast Attic. Uh, so we're making our way through all the '90s popular '90s cartoons. Only the 3D ones, though. I draw only, the line there. <laughs> only the mainframe entertainment shows. So yeah, we basically, unless we want to start getting into all of their direct-to-video Barbie things that they did which no oh, I oh i changed my mind no <laughs> just these two <laughs> so after these two all we really have to to work with is shadow raiders and beast machines so we'll see where uh the future takes us we, we'll see i'm hesitant about those two but they're not too long so <laughs> who knows no they both only lasted two seasons apiece so yeah. Uh, so I believe twenty six episodes. Twenty. We we might do a one. Maybe we could we could even do like a whole episode just talking about that by itself. Yeah, I don't know. Eh, we'll maybe see. maybe when we get there. We might. We'll see. Long, we'll see. It's a long way away. Anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. I am your other host, Neo Cal. And until next week, Beast Mode. Beast Mode. Beast Wars!